It's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by Flick composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Programme. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through right it. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccine are available to millions of Americans and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, the hugger and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people, and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. From Amari, Christian, Skyler, Caitlin, Nolade, Jordan, Antonio, Eddie, and the Tom Sumner Program. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Now it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Now when we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate go. But if you really hold me tight Oh, the way home I'll be warm The fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye As long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow 
is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Now since we've no place to go, let us know, let us know, let us know. And it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let us know, let us know, let us know. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program. My guest this hour is the CEO of Brokers International. He joins me by phone. We're going to talk about financial planning, holiday spending, and much, much more with Mark Williams. Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me. I appreciate it. Nice to be here. Um, you know, we, we always think, you know, tis the season to be jolly, but uh, is is this the the season to be counting beans too uh i think especially now after the past 18 to 24 months that we've all had <laughs> um yeah now's a good time to be counting beans and being really really careful about how we spend when we spend and making sure we're not going into more debt you bet well let's let's talk about um the impact of of covid on people's finances you know people got some boosts and and some people did very well during the pandemic others suffered significantly but overall where are we now well that's a really good question i I, um i think the minority of people the people that did well i think is in the minority for the most part i think many people um 
especially those that either were furloughed or lost, lost um, uh, employment for a period of time, really are making a comeback and, and are really trying to get back to where they were. Um, you know, interest rates being low have helped out a lot of people. Obviously, home prices right now are, are crazy. Um, I think I, I think overall, uh, people are more optimistic. The world feels like it's opening up, but now we're starting to feel a little bit of the effects of inflation. So even if um, you're doing well, the dollar isn't going to go as far as it used to. So I think in general, as a as a country, we are cautiously optimistic. What's going on with the Great Resignation? Yeah, really interesting. And we have felt that at brokers ourselves, and we've lost a few people. I think the last uh, couple of years have given a lot of people a reset into their own world, right? Um, there are lots of people that uh, created a mindset of living to work. Um, and now you spend a long time at home and you realize maybe just how much you're, you're missing out. That's the first thing is just the family time has increased a lot. And I think people are realizing what they've missed by working so much. I think we now have this work from home is, is embedded in our society today way more than it was 24 months ago. And so people are trying to take advantage of that and the ability and flexibility that a lot of the workforce has been given because of the last 24 months. Um, and I think there's a lot of opportunity due to the way we do business today. Um, you know, they're calling it the side hustle economy, right? There are lots of people who are putting their crafts to work that are putting um, their networks and people that they know uh, to work for them and trying to figure out how to make money. Um, again, like that side hustle economy, are there things that we can do to earn passive income that don't take a lot of our time? And I think that is what's causing this great resignation from the normal nine to five structure that we're used to. Were we headed in that direction already, Mark, and, and the pandemic sort of I don't know, pour gas on the fire? Yeah, my own personal belief is yes. I think we were headed towards a lot more flexibility um, uh, in the workplace, number one. It, there are lots of occupations today that um, can be done remotely, um, especially with workflows, uh, paperwork. Even seeing clients and customers today is much easier due to all of the um, technology that we have um, you know, the Zoom meetings and Teams and even FaceTime. So I think we were headed that way, but clearly we we hit the gas, uh, you know, two years ago, March, um, where many companies required everyone to be at home and still needed to do business. And now we're waking from that, realizing, hey, there's a lot of business to be had this way. Um, and so, yes, I think we were headed this way, but we have definitely accelerated that uh, to, to a large degree. I, you know, I have to tell you a funny story about this whole working remotely thing. In January of uh, two thousand of twenty twenty, I had um, decided to close the studio. I had my own studio, and I thought I'm going to take some of the gear, take it home, set up a studio at home, and and I'm going to be, you know, aren't I going to be clever and unique and. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got it all set up, and literally 30 days later, everybody in the country was working from home. <laughs> the big network <laughs> broadcasters, you know, were doing shows from their basements in front of a green screen, and some of them were kind of awful at the beginning. But um, 
but it was just kind of funny. It just seemed like, uh, you know, all of a sudden I found everybody was doing the same thing. And, and it seems to, it's working well for me. I, I was able, actually, it was kind of nice for me because I was already going to be doing this. So when all of the quarantines started, I was already doing it. So I, I you know, it didn't, it didn't feel like it put me out. I was still going to work every day. It's just my commute. Was sure. And my, the funny thing is, I think that's true for a lot of people. And I also think for a lot of people who weren't used to working this way, um, you know, we're in the financial planning business and fi- financial planners for a very long time really felt that face-to-face was the way to go. Well, this really does provide you an opportunity in this new world to visit snowbird clients more frequently, to, vi- to visit elderly clients or disabled clients a little easier and more frequently. Um, I-, I think people are really opening up to the fact that, you know what, I can do business in certain areas um, remotely and on digital means. And I-, I think that's a real positive for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, but what is happening with... Um how is this this uh, uh, traffic jam at the ports and and the shipping delays? How is that impacting our, yeah, our economy uh, ver- overall? Yeah, good good question. So, um, especially coming into the holidays, I'm reading horror stories of um, you know. Unfortunately, we're we're a society of procrastinators, and so if you wait to do your holiday shopping till you know mid to end December. I think we're going to see some really big delays in, and that's just the immediate problem, um, just the delays in getting things due to shipping. I also think the shelves are going to be a little uh, little more barren than they've been used to because exactly what you were saying, we've got some real log jams um, and some containers that are sitting out in the middle of the water with a lot of the goods and cert- a lot of the goods that we'd like to purchase. Um, look what's happening to um, cars, for example. Um, number one, just finding new cars is difficult. For the want of a right. chip. You bet. Shipping <laughs> and parts and everything else, that's driving up the price of used cars considerably. Um, so you've got that. You then have all of the shipping issues. And then we've got a whole bunch of employment issues. Um, I'm a very frequent traveler, and I'll tell you, for a long time, the planes were delayed not because of weather, uh, because they didn't have enough staff to clean them and move the luggage, and we're seeing it in almost every you know in almost uh, almost every uh, area of the country. You can drive through somewhere and see that there are help wanted signs everywhere. Um, it really is a very large impact to what we're doing on a day to day basis, and I think it's going to get a little bit worse before it gets better. More with financial planner Mark Williams straight ahead. Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, 
including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines, since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places, so be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe By from the Blue Hawaiians. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Actor, comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Ananick. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You are, you've always got great questions and you know the material and you, and you care about it and it's, uh, it's, that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses, and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. From Alicia, Elena, Gabriella, Erica, and the Tom Sumner Program. This is Congressman Dan Kildee, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. More with financial planner Mark Williams straight ahead. Well, I've been seeing reports in, in 
various media about the potential shortages and they're saying so get out early and i'm thinking why so we can run out faster <laughs> pretty well what, I think what kind gonna... of advice is that mark <laughs> <laughs> it's um so I, I, li- I have a home in atlanta and it reminds me of when it snows there you, uh, it, which doesn't happen very often but when it does there's a shortage of bread milk and generators um, and the funniest part to me is that the snow never lasts more than three or four days, but it's the same, it's that same, uh, uh, activity that we do every time it snows. I think it's one of those kind of situations where we're just used to saying, go get it early. So let's go get it early. Well, yeah. Every time something doesn't play out the way we expect, it's time to buy canned goods. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Build the shelter underneath the house. Yes, I agree. Exactly. Um, now that's how temporary are these conditions and how might people plan to um maximize their their ability to ride the way forward yeah they're uh, gr- great question so um i i think the labor and the and the backup of goods is a is a short term thing i think we're going to see that in the short term um, I'm a little more concerned, quite frankly, with inflation and the value of our dollar going forward. Um, you know, and, and that's what I would probably suggest for people to spend a little bit more time planning on. The shortages of things on the shelves and the car prices, that, uh, maybe even the gasoline prices, that all fluctuates and that'll, that'll come back to rest at some point relatively quickly. Uh, because of the massive spending we've been doing for years now, I think we're going to start to see inflation creep up a little bit more. And over the longer term, I think that's our, our bigger concern is just that the dollar won't go as far as it used to. And I really am emphasizing for people to start thinking about that now. Um, that can affect, I have a 16-year-old, for example, that that's going to affect college costs. Um, traveling is going to cost a little bit more. Um, uh, um, you know, our savings and living and saving for retirement. All of those longer term greed things that we think about, I think now's a really good time to start paying attention to that and doing some planning around that. Uh, because I, I, once again, I do think that our dollar is going to be um, a little, it, it's going to have a, a, a little bit less value in the future. What about this notion of the of the president tapping the oil reserve to try and keep prices down? Isn't it better in the long run to let them do what they're going to do to encourage development of alternative fuels and energy sources? Yeah, I, I will share. I'm not definitely not an expert on energy, but I, I happen to agree with you. If you know, we're, we're at an interesting cusp in time when, when you look at, um, let's, let's use electric, electric vehicles as a prime example, probably one of the biggest. Sure. So you've got, you've got Europe that's mandating it. I believe it's by 2025, the majority of their vehicles will be electric, which is really causing the manufacturers here in the United States, um, to push in that direction, right? They want to, they'd be producing cars, um, worldwide that are electric. So, um, I think that's going to come. And I, yes, I would agree with you. I think that longer, again, I'm a, I'm a long-term greed person. Um, I believe that's coming. And if we were looking at alternative fuels as an answer, which it looks like we are, um, we might be better off riding this wave and kind of pushing people, giving a, a, I'll say a nice nudge in that direction. I still think for the majority of people, electric cars are very expensive, but the creation of more uh, more electric cars and more competition will drive that price down and make it more affordable for everyone. 
So yes, the push to um, uh, the push for alternative fuels in the long run will be better for everyone. Mark, I, something I've been trying to follow for a while, and I've been asking people who, you know, are concerned about the economy and finance and financial planning and so on. Um, when, and and I'm just going to use this as as one example. There are many other people that are talking about variations on this same theme. But when uh, Andrew Yang couple of years ago announced he was going to run for president he wrote a book and in that book he um, proposed uh, the UBI uh, the universal uh, basic income yep and his argument his rationale was that it won't be very long as technology evolves when AI and and other you know robots and other kinds of technology will be replacing jobs that that people typically do and his argument is we need to rethink the economy we need to do a different kind of economy now whether his solution the UBI um, and others have suggested similar kinds of things is the answer I don't know but what are your thoughts because you're always looking down the road at at what trends are going to be are you concerned about that 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 earning potential is going to be a problem because so much stuff is automated um yes and no it's an interesting topic um i'm a believer that as things change new opportunities begin and and i'll give you a few examples that we've felt here at the company i run at brokers um we we have just started to dabble in robotic process automation that's where um, uh, you program a computer to do um, activities that are computer-related that are, um, for example, going to a website and pulling, up, pulling down financial information and storing it in a spreadsheet. We can actually train a computer to do that so that so- it frees up a job for someone else. Now, interestingly enough, the job that that would replace has been uh, we have added a robotic process automation person in its place. So we have, although we're eliminating one job possibly with process automation, we're creating another that needs uh, help to do that. Um, uh, we're you know, that, that sounds uh, a little funny to me, Mark. It's like, I'm going to get a robot to do it, but then I have to have a person to tell the robot what to do. Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 is, <laughs> it, it, it is very intuitive. Um, but I'll give you another trend that we're seeing right now, which is probably a little closer to home for most people. Um, trades. Um, try to get yourself a plumber or an electrician today. Um, it's very difficult and it's becoming more expensive. I believe there's going to be a very large push back to the trades. Um, if you just think about even at school, we've given up shop class, um, and I think we're suffering from that. So you could argue that although the, the world is turning more towards technology, a lot of the things that we did by hand 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 50 years ago, really need to come back. That's number one. Number two, we're seeing this interesting push towards farm-to-table and natural food. Well, once you do that, you create a lot more local economy because people need to get food quicker. Uh, It needs to be grown. It needs to be delivered. It needs to be sold at more retail places. We're also watching big-box stores seemingly going away, and many more small retail shops are opening up. 
I don't know if you remember, but I remember stories of my grandfather telling me going to the butcher and going to the twine store and going to the paper store. Well, interestingly enough, we're seeing a lot of that come back. So I'm not 100% convinced that we're running out of jobs and that it's all going to be technology-based. I believe that um, when there's a necessity, we're going to fill it. Um, and so I'm a little bit more bullish on, um, on more people working and doing more things. That's my own personal opinion. You know, one of the things that, that I hear and, and was hearing for a couple of years before the pandemic was this notion that, that people, that the average American was a paycheck or two away from homelessness. You know, that, that everybody was living so paycheck to paycheck and at any given time, a $400 emergency could wreak real havoc in a person's, uh, you know, home budget. Sure. Where should people be and, and how best can they get there so that they're not, you know, on the, on the edge of the precipice all the time? Yeah, um, interesting and, and super scary for a lot of people for sure. Um, the number one habit I talk to most people about and the, and the smartest way to change that, although it changes over time, is to um, learn to save. Um, pay yourself first. Um, we pay our bills. Most of us try to pay our bills religiously, right? You're going to pay your rent or your mortgage. You're going to pay your, uh, your electric bill and, and your cable bill and your phone bill. Um, treat your savings like a bill. And the habit of saving is probably the toughest. And so what I tell people to do, and it doesn't matter the dollar amount, um, start to learn after every paycheck to put a certain dollar amount into a savings account. I don't care if that's $5 a week or $10 a paycheck or $3,000 a month or $8,000 a paycheck. Get in the habit of paying yourself first. And there are many tools to do that. The first one would be if you get your check deposited into a checking account, set up an automatic transfer of a certain dollar amount or percentage that goes into your savings account. It will happen immediately. You won't feel it. Um, and you'll get into that habit. One of the most wonderful things I've seen from clients is after a year of saving, even a small amount, they come and say, wow, I love watching that bucket grow. And that becomes the fun part as opposed to spending the money. So that's the number one habit. And the number one way to get out of the situation we're in is to have a little bit of a safety nest egg. Um, whether you call it an emergency fund or, or your safety net, having a small dollar amount for, God forbid, the dog gets uh, sick or hurt, or you get into a small car accident, you have a deductible to pay, or you have uh, a crown that all of a sudden costs you five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars Those are the kind of things that set us back because they're unexpected, and they take a dent out of a pay that we're not used to, and that's where that little bit of a safety net can really help. So I hate to talk about really large projects with people if they're not in the habit of doing some sort of saving. So start there. Even if it's change in a change purse where once every few months you take your change to the bank and you, and you deposit the change, um, that forced habit is really the way to teach yourself to get out of spending so often and, and saving a little more. Mark, uh, I want to talk with the holidays coming up. I want to talk a little bit about holiday spending and budgeting. And I've asked a couple of uh, 
financial planners questions related to this um, and and you guys are always real big on budgeting <laughs> and <laughs> yep. and 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 I think that's great but the question is is there is there a formula for what people can set aside or or plan to spend for the holidays for example whether it's gift giving or celebratory activities and so on is is there like when you buy a house they say it should be a certain percentage of your annual income or the the payments should calculate out to a certain percentage of your you know regular paycheck or, or you know there there seem to be these guidelines is there anything like that for something that is as predictable as the holiday season you know what uh, i'm asked that a lot and interestingly enough nothing in my 32 years in this in the financial services business have i ever found a formula for holiday saving um there really is not and I would agree with you. One of the first things out of every planner's mouth will be create a budget. And I'll tell you, out of 100 people, if three or four people make a, actually sit down and make a budget, I would be amazed. Um, the instruments are there. <laughs> correct. You know, the it's holiday the, savings plans at various banks and credit unions. I mean, the, the instruments exist, but the, the guidelines don't. Yeah, and I... So I, I'm a little more real world with most people. And, and with most people, what I tell them is this. First of all, there, uh, if, there are ways to save around the holidays. So regardless of how much you're going to spend, if you do a little bit of pre-thinking or pre-planning, and I'll give you a few examples. Right around this time of year, most big box stores sell gift cards at a discount, meaning less than their face value. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot buying a $100 gift card for 97 or $98. But if you're buying 10 of them, you're saving quite a bit of money. That could be the next gift. Um, if you're a crafter, for example, I, my most cherished gifts that I've ever received are ones that someone made for me. A sweater or a blanket that was knitted or uh, my son uh, built a car model for me one year that I still have. Um, use your crafting abilities to save some money. And I think you'll find that people will hold those gifts more endearing. As a dad, I used to um, give gifts to my kids that were movie night out with dad or bowling and pizza, or they were gifts of events, not necessarily gifts of tangible items that I knew one day I would be giving to Goodwill. So I think a little bit of planning like that, you can really save quite a bit. Um, and the other thing is there, I have family members that we've made deals. Hey, let's not buy gifts for each other for the holidays because we really don't need to. Um, those are ways to save that don't take sitting down and creating a budget or a plan. They're just thinking about how to cut corners a little bit and how to make things a little a little special in a different way. And I think most people can appreciate and understand that. As we get close to the end of the year, I, you know, I I always I, I have in my notes uh, end of year financial planning and investing ahead yep. of 2022. But when it gets close to the end of the year, I start just you know figuring out what my uh, tax return for 2021 is going to look like, and most of my you bet. most of my bookkeeping goes right into that. Um, but what should people be doing to I don't know, maybe jumpstart their new year. 
You bet. There's four or five things I, I, that I would suggest at the end of the year specifically. Um, first one, if you have access and you participate in retirement accounts like a 401k or an um, RIA, make sure that you've made your uh, that you've made your contributions because those are tax deductions. Um, and so, uh, and if you have a 401k, it's uh, oftentimes there's a match, which is free money to you from your employer. So make sure you've taken advantage of those. If you have a flexible spending account or medical spending account, many of those accounts are, are use it or lose it, and those are also tax benefit uh, uh, accounts. So make sure that you've gotten, uh, you've paid for all your medical and uh, and daycare receipts by the end of the year. Um, that's a big one. Um, use the holidays as a reminder to check your credit reports. Um, most places now offer a free report at least once a year, and many credit cards and financial institutions offer you that. Pull your credit report just to make sure it, it all look, makes sense and it's and it's all accurate and there's no charges that are incorrect. The other thing we we say to look at at the end of the year is check your beneficiary list. Um, you have insurance policies, both health and life and car, um, that have beneficiaries of, uh, associated with them. Make sure that those are all up to date and they're correct. If you've gotten married or had children or, or gotten divorced, you may want to update those. Charitable contributions. Uh, if you've had a really good tax year, uh, make sure that you're getting in your charitable contributions by the end of the year and you're, 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 combine, you're combining those receipts uh, because those are deductions. If you've had losses in the market, make sure you're capturing all of that as you get into the tax season. And finally, double check your, um, your withholding on your paycheck. Um, if you know that uh, you've overpaid, you want to, you might want to make an adjustment. If you know you've underpaid, you want to you might make you might want to make an adjustment for next year. So those five or six things really seem to make sense um, at the end of the year, anyway. For twenty twenty two, is is it going to what? What's going to determine whether people should steer into or away from credit? Um, boy. I, Interest rates are the are, are the big thing, right? So um, we are going to see some inflation. I don't know at the rate in which that's going to increase, uh, but with inflation comes higher interest rates, which cause debt to cost more. Um, so I, I think we should expect that. Um, so right now, still, we're taking advantage of mass, uh, really, really low interest rates for homes, right? So if you, you, you can refinance your home or take a home equity line. So I, I think those things at the end of the year, you can, you can probably expect higher interest rates at some point in time, higher taxes. So any planning that you can do with, um, regarding that, I would expect that in 22. Again, I don't think huge leaps. Uh, but you're going to see that over the next over the next few years, um, and if you can take advantage of of some of the savings today, I would do that. Mark, and 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 finally, I, I want to give you an opportunity to share with listeners where they can find out more about what we're talking about. What are some good ways to research ideas for managing somebody's uh, finances? You bet. So there are some wonderful resources on the internet. Uh, so for the, you go to your favorite browser, and if you type in um, uh, end of the year, uh, tax saving tips, for example, or financial planning for college, or finance, there are thousands and thousands of excellent resources, both from banks, financial institutions like insurance companies, 
um, uh, at stock brokerage firms that provide a lot of very good free information on the internet with no obligation to meet with anyone or speak to anyone. And at some point in time, when you find the right person, which my last plug would be to any person doing any type of financial planning is find yourself a professional that you're comfortable with, whether that's an insurance agent, a stockbroker, a, a tax person. Uh, make sure you're speaking to a professional because financial planning can be very confusing and has some really long um, uh, implications for doing things incorrectly. Um, and now is a really good time to do that. My guest is uh, Mark Williams, CEO of Brokers International. Mark, do you have a website? I do, uh, BILTD.com or BrokersInternational.com. I also have a personal website, MarkWWilliams.com. You're more than welcome to go there and reach out to see me there as well. Well, Mark, thanks so much for spending this time with me, and happy holidays to you. You the same. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Take care. Again, CEO of Brokers International, Mark Williams. We'll have more of the Tom Sumner program. Joe by from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. While we've been staying safe at home, scientists have been on a journey. The destination, a COVID-19 vaccine. This journey began decades ago with research into other coronaviruses. Scientists built from there with months of research and development cooperation with other experts worldwide, and clinical trials on tens of thousands of volunteers of diverse race, age, and health status. They arrived at a safe, effective vaccine 
and hundreds of thousands in Michigan have already been vaccinated. But the next step is ours. We need to get the vaccine when we can, keep wearing masks correctly, and taking precautions until we reach our destination, freedom from COVID-19, and getting back to the lives we love. Discover the facts for yourself at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Start your weekend early with the Tom Sumner Program every Friday live at 11. We turn the spotlight on the world of arts and entertainment featuring artists from music, TV, and the movies. Catch everything from the rich local talent pool in and around Flint and Genesee County to up-and-coming stars of stage and screen, plus legends from New York and Hollywood. Hi, this is Greg Nagy. Hey, this is Hoppa. Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions. Hi, this is Alexander Zonjic. Hi, this is Mark Farner. This is Maurice Davis. Hi, this is Rochelle Ray. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T. Hey, this is Steve from the Nashville office. I'm Gwen Pennyman Hemphill. Start your weekend right. Go to 11 Fridays on the Tom Sumner Program. Those hands, no matter whose they are, can spread the germs of many common diseases. That's why I want you to realize how important it is to keep hands clean, to wash them regularly and always before meals with Life Boy, which not only removes dirt, but helps to remove germs. Teach the children this habit. Form it yourself. Always use Life Boy for hands and face as well as the back. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Tom Sumner Program.com Happy Holidays! From... And the Tom Sumner Program.
Hey, this is First Ward City Councilman Eric Mays, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. Christmas pitch, I can't help them find new ways of tying their product into Christmas. That's why I'm chairman of this board. Uh, let's hear it for me. <laughs> All right, Abercrombie, what are your people up to? Oh, same thing as every year. 50,000 billboards showing Santa Claus pausing to refresh himself with our product. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the public has come to expect that. That's and, uh... right. It's become tradition. Fine, fine. Uh, you there, crass. Uh, I suppose your company's running the usual magazine ad showing cartons of your cigarettes peeking out of the top of Santa's sack. Uh, better than that. This year we have him smoking one. Mm-hmm. Yes. It got Santa a little more rugged, too. Both sleeves rolled up and a tattoo in each arm. One of them says, Merry Christmas. What does the other one say? Less tars. Great stuff. Uh, but, Mr. Scrooge... Well, who are you? Bob Cratchit, sir. I've got a little spice company over in East Orange, New Jersey. Do I have to tie my product into Christmas? What do you mean? Well, I was just going to send cards out showing the three wise men following the star of Bethlehem. I get it. And they're bearing your spices. No, that's perfect. No, no, uh, no. No product in it. I was just going to say, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Period. That's a peculiar well, slogan. Old hat, Cratchit. That went out with button shoes. You're a businessman? Christmas is something to take advantage of. A red and green bandwagon to jump on. A sentimental shot in the arm for sales. Listen. Check the halls with advertising. la 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 As sure as there's an X in Christmas, you can be sure those are Tiny Tim chestnuts roasting. Tiny Tim chestnuts are full-bodied, longer-lasting. This visible shell protects the nut. Now with XK29 added for people who can't roast after every meal. Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim, chestnuts all the way. Tiny Tim's roast hot like a chestnut hot. And they are mild, 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 mild. mild. Uh, for you, maybe. 
Can't you just wish someone a Merry Christmas for the pure joy of doing it? Why? What's the percentage in that? Well, let me show you how to make Christmas work for you. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And please buy our beer. There you go, Cratchit. That's Christmas with a purpose. I know, but wait a minute. Don't you guys make enough profit the other 11 months? Christmas comes but once a year. <laughs> Funny thing you should bring that up. That's exactly the point I was about to make. Hit it, boys. Christmas comes but once a year, so you better make hay while the snow is falling. Oh, that's opportunity calling you. Jingle bells, ba da Rub your hands, December's here. What a wonderful time to be glad and merry. But just so your mercenary toe. Buy a man and show all the toys, show all the toys up on the shelf. But just make sure that you get a plug, you get a plug in for yourself. Christmas comes but once a year, so you better cash in while the spirit lingers. It's slipping through your fingers, boy. But don't you realize Christmas can be such a monetary joy? Well, I guess you fellas will never change. Why should we? Christmas has two S's in it, and they're both dollar signs. Yeah, but they weren't there to begin with. Huh? The people keep hoping you'll remember, but you never do. Remember what? Whose birthday we're celebrating. Well, uh, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. Uh, the story of Christmas and its simplicity is a good thing. I buy that. It's just that we know a good thing when we see it. But don't you realize Christmas has a significance, a meaning? A sales curve. Wake up, Cratchit. It's later than you think. I know, Mr. Scrooge. I know. On the first day of Christmas, the advertising's there. With newspaper ads, billboards too, business Christmas cards, and commercials on a pear tree. Jingle here, jingle there, jingles all the way. Dashing through the snow in a 50-foot coupé. O'er the fields we go, sailing all the way. Dishes with advertising, what's the use of compromising? Fa la 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 la, la 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 la. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. Santa baby, put a package under the tree for me. I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby. Hurry down my chimney tonight. Santa baby, I want a little shopping mall, that's all. 
And I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby Hurry down my chimney tonight Think of all the fun I've missed Think of all those fellas that I could have kissed Next year I could be so nice If you could just forget about that price ba doo be doo Santa honey I want a yacht and really that's not a lot I've been an angel all year Santa baby Hurry down my chimney tonight Santa cutie There's one thing I really do need Indeed A year's supply of pantyhose Santa cutie, hurry down my chimney tonight Santa baby, fill my stocking with a duplex and checks On second thought I'd rather have cash Santa baby, hurry down my chimney tonight Come and trim my Christmas tree Bronner's decorations picked just for me Santa, won't you show me your love is true? Mm. Boop, boopy-doo Santa, baby, forgot to mention one little thing or two You see, I want a Mickey D's franchise like the Deanna's have And I want one of those souped-up, turbocharged, fuel-injected bowling balls That makes a strike every time I'll show Higgy Taz and Tack that a girl can bowl too And I want almost everything in the Coldwater Creek catalog Flippum needs a lot of bird toys Betty Reagan wants a four on the floor with a fifth under the seat Ronnie needs a housekeeper Dane wants a hunting lodge Jason has a computer on his list And Santa, my mom says all she wants is for everybody to get along for Christmas for a change Oh yeah, and that pretty German sweater in the window with the woolen mill to keep me warm while I'm waiting for you Oh gosh, I guess the song is over Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow's glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away, Gone away. is the bluebird here to stay? Parson Brown He'll say are you married We'll say no man But you can do the job When you're in town Later on You pilots get off of my lawn We're trying to do a radio show down here It's a Tom Sumner program Don't you know Go on Go on get out of here <laughs>